I guess where you're going to save it. Yeah. Got it. So for everybody who just heard Mary's comment, my fans, our fans, that's because Zoom wanted to ask me, where am I saving information? Why out of all times when I press record, that's what it wants to say. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Coach Tanika and Sex Coach Mary from Blasian Wellness Podcast. And today we are actually going to talk about a question that one of our fans asked. So, what's that question, Mary? All right. So, yesterday I received um, an email. Uh, from one of our listeners who's a single mom of two and she basically wants to know how do we stay so confident with ourselves um, she wants to know uh, if we have any tips for her to become self-empowered or um, actually tips for someone who struggles with self-empowerment I think mm -hmm. she knows what to do mm -hmm. but I guess the motivation or um, the steps on how to get there, uh, I think that's what she's lacking. So um, yeah, that's what she wants us to discuss. What are some things we can share with her to kind of get her to become more self-empowered because she said somewhere, somehow along the line, she basically, she lost herself. So. Mm -hmm. Well, being a single parent at one point in time, I definitely know that feeling, especially when you have children. You know, we as women are usually taught to be nurturers. We're usually taught to be motherly, even from a younger age. So when we have children, our lives are all about our children. And in the midst of that, our children grow. You know, it's easy for your world to be around your children when they're infants because they need you all the time. And then they grow and then they become teenagers. And then you're really looking around as you're seeing them grow saying, okay, you know, I have wonderful children. What about me? What happened to me? What do I want? So I think a lot of women struggle with that. So it's like, how do I get my mojo back? You probably know what to do, but you don't know where to start. And the first thing that I would suggest to anyone that's listening is you gotta set some time to really think. And when I mean think, I don't mean when the music is playing. I don't mean when you're driving. I don't mean when you're watching TV. I mean, when you have some time to yourselves to really sit back and ask the question of what do you even want out of your life? Because we get so busy that we don't even know because we're just going through the motions from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed. We're in constant motion and we are not supposed to be like that. We're human beings, not human doings. So that's the first thing you need to do. I don't care if it's five minutes. You have to sit and you have to think, what do I want? Now, if you can't answer that question, because some people can't, some people don't know what they want, write all the things that make you special. And if you don't know what those qualities are, 
ask other people because sometimes it's hard for us to look at ourselves and see our own greatness. I can look at you, Mary, and I can see that you're sweet. Don't make that face. I can see <laughs> that you're sweet. I can see that you're loving. I can see that you're strong. I can see that you're a go-getter. I mean, you've had businesses. You are an excellent mother. You may not see that stuff in you because you're too busy taking care of your business. So you have to sit down and really ask yourself, what am I good at? What do I want? What do you want out of life? Do you want just to be happy? What does happiness mean to you? Happiness means different things to different people. But that's where you have to start. And once those critics come in your head, because you got those sometimes, when they say, oh no, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. What about the kids? What about the husband? What about the boyfriend? What? You gotta silence them. You gotta just go for what you want and small steps. You can't wish it, you can't dream it, you have to do it. What are some of your thoughts, Mary? Why do you, what makes you so confident? Uh, well, uh, well, I have to say, um, it's a constant battle um, that I, you know, that I do have to admit. And those that know me personally know that I have my, my days, my ups and downs where, you know, sometimes I feel great about myself and then other times I feel like I'm not good enough. And that, you know, that lack of confidence, that stems from being told that I was, wasn't good enough, you know. Uh, I was told at a very young age, well, don't bother going to college because you're really not that smart anyway. Just, just go work and help, you know. And that came from my mom. So, you know, I'll be, I'll be really honest. That came from my own mother. Someone that was supposed to be uplifting me basically was carrying me down. And she did this throughout my high school years um, for as long as I can remember, even through my adult years. Um, so it's something that, you know, you have to practice every day. And um, I'll be honest, I looked up the definition of self-empowered because, you know, I hear the word all the time, but I, I wanted to know exactly what it meant. And it said, taking charge of your own life through decisions you make daily. Now, you know, for the listener who wanted to know tips on, you know, being self-empowered, like what tips can I give? The only thing I could say is, like, you know, Tamika said, take time out for yourself. Do something that makes you happy. You know, yeah, you're a mom, but you're still a person. If you're not happy, you will never make your kids happy. And that I had to learn basically the hard way I gave up everything my working out my dating life my sex life um so I could be a mom because that's what I was told oh you have to be a mom so you got to do this that and the third and I was miserable and it got to the point I was yelling at the kids because I'm like oh, I hate these guys because I feel like it's because of them but it really wasn't it was because of me I chose that so you know you have to it's gonna seem selfish but you have to because if you don't make yourself happy, you're not going to make anybody else happy, you know? And that was one of the things like I discovered with myself personally. For example, I know in order to tame my temper, I need to go to the gym, but not a regular gym, to some place where I can something. And I've already tried it. I've already tried the normal gym where I get on the treadmill or I get on, you know, the bike. <laughs> 
or I lift some weights. And let me tell you, nothing will ever beat me hitting a bag, a person, a pad. Like, I need that for my own sanity. Because you vibe. So, I know, because I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Like, I, but you, you have to, you know, I, and I have to. I got three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, no support from anyone, especially with, with my, my youngest. I had absolutely no support. So, oh, let me take that back. I had no relative support. Oh, except mm-hmm. my cousin, because Tanika was there for me. I had Tatiana, who I met a little later in life, who was there mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, a time where I was at the lowest part where I would have Tanika and her family come over. We sat in my two one and a half bedroom apartment which I converted the living room into my bedroom and everyone was sitting on the floor that's how low I was you know how hard it was to climb out of that here I was a single mom for the second time for the third time and um you know my mom couldn't even be bothered you know she was like well whatever you decide keep me out of it Mm. you make decisions on your own so it's something you have to work on every single day you know, and you take baby steps. It's not going to happen overnight, um, but it'll happen. You know, I still work on it every day. Uh, Tanika yeah. will tell you. I call her every day. Sometimes I'm crazy. Sometimes I'm okay. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely, it's it's hard when, like in your case, when you have a mother who did that, and that's, I mean, that's harder than your average person. Because, you know, me coming from having no parents from the age of 14, it's a difference. You know, you grew up with that constantly in your mind. So whenever I'm sure you wanted to do something, there is always that doubt. Because at the end of the day, you're thinking, oh, my God, if my mother thinks that I can't do it or I'm not worthy or I'm not this or that, then it must be true. And it's not. And sometimes that's what we do to our kids, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I'm sure, I mean, I know your mom, I'm sure it, it, she did the best she could with the mindset that she had. And sometimes that's how you got to think about the people who tear you down. They're doing the best that they can with the mindset that they have. But you also got to set limits. You also have to set boundaries for people like that. And for me, coming from being homeless, coming from no parents, thinking that, you know, I had to do everything by myself, um, it was a struggle. And you got to stay positive. You know, you living out on those streets, you definitely can't, you can't even imagine yourself being in a house, in an apartment. You just can't. Or you're, you're really just living in the moment because you don't want to get your hopes up too high that, oh my God, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, when you have nothing, when you're sleeping on the streets, it's just like even having a room in somebody's house, you can't even fathom. And when you would see, when I would see people that, you know, knew me, that would walk right past me, you know, you think to yourself, man, I must not be shit because these people know me. So how do you bounce back from that? You have to reprogram your mind. 
you have to think positively. You have to write, and I mean journal. If you're, if you're feeling a certain way, give yourself permission to feel a certain way. Sit in it for a little bit, then release it. Then think about something else. Think about something that brings you joy. And a lot of sense, my daughter saved me because the Tamika you see now is certainly not the Tamika of 20 plus years ago. So she saved me. I went from an angry person who was mad at everybody, wanting to beat everybody up, to a person who could really give two shits about what anybody thinks. And it's not because I have an ego problem, because I don't. I don't have an ego, I just don't care. If you're either with me or you're against me, and if you're not with me, you can be against me. I still have love for you, but I'm just gonna put you like in a corner somewhere where you can't affect my blessings. I don't waste time on thinking negatively about people that I don't care for. I just pray for them and I just move on. And if you don't pray, I don't know if this person is religious, spiritual. I'm not religious, I am very spiritual. You have to pray. You have to talk to your God. You have to. Because even when I'm in the streets, I couldn't depend on family. I couldn't depend on friends. I depended on God. And it was that dependence and that knowing that I can't see a way out, but I know there's a way out. If I just kept going to school, I, would, I can make it if I just keep going to school, which is what I did. Went to college, did this, did that. And now my life is totally different. You know, I grew up with a maternal grandfather who was telling me I was never going to be anything because I was a girl and I'm a brown skinned girl at that. So again, you hear these things to you. You hear these things and you're like, you know, oh my goodness, you know, I'm not, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. You, you just, your mind plays tricks on you and your mind isn't always right. If you hear a negative thought about yourself in your mind, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. So I don't know who this woman is, but I'm going to tell you that you have greatness. You were here for a reason. That's why we're all born. We're all born for a reason. And part of that is motherhood. Part of that for some people is being a wife. But part of that is for you to get in tune with who you really are so you can share your gifts to the world. And you can't do that if you stuck on, I can't or I have no drive. Mm -hmm. Let your kids be your drive because sometimes yourself can't be. For me, it wasn't myself. It was my daughter. And every day from the time I was pregnant, anything I did, if I wanted to do something messed up, I thought about my daughter. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. You know, every time I wanted to give up, I thought about my daughter because as a woman with a daughter, I wanted to make sure that I was bringing her up with positivity. And sometimes we think our kids don't know when we're not being our authentic self. And they do. And my role in life was to teach her that this world is yours. Doesn't matter that you're black. It doesn't matter that you're brown skin. Doesn't matter that you're a woman. You get the you get your life. I always tell her, you go out there and get your life. 
and now she's 18 years old. And anybody who's friends with Instagram with her knows she's getting her life. She's not gonna let nobody stop her doing anything. And that's like I can't even express the love and the gratitude that I have for her because I'm telling you if she was not born I would be dead or I would be in jail oh and I would hate myself I would still hate myself because the reason why I was angry was because I didn't I didn't I didn't love myself I didn't matter so who cared I was jealous all the time so it's a hard situation and I know it's not easy but I'm telling you, you can do it. Think positive. Look around your life. Do you have negativity around? Sometimes we got naysayers. Sometimes we got negative people that we love. Could be boyfriend. Could be girlfriend. Could be husband. Could be wife. Could be kid. mom. Could be mom. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that that's, that is a big one. But, you know, I mean it's selfish or it may appear mean and selfish because you know i say to you know some people when they mention her oh you know how's your mom you talk to her and i said no i really don't oh god don't you you know um why don't you go visit her well you know we don't really get along because she does this that and the third and you know i'm not trying to have that in my life oh but you know she's your mom that doesn't matter that doesn't give you the right no, because it's just like saying, oh, well, that man raped his daughter. Oh, but that's okay because that's, that's his daughter. No, absolutely not. It's the same kind of abuse, except her abuse was mental. And, you know, I still, I still see it sometimes. So, um, you know, it's hard for me. It's hard. Like, I try to tell myself, oh, no, you know, you're good enough. You're this, you're that. And I have to tell you, I always have that little voice sometimes well what if people think this or what if people think that and now i'm starting to practice that whole you know what i don't care i don't care if people think i'm you know i'm not good enough whatever if they think i'm stupid whatever if they think i'm crazy which a lot of people do think that i really don't care um because at the end i'm not I, i'm i'm not stressed out i'm not gonna care it, it won't bother me like i am so much less stressed now that i've kind of removed myself from her like I don't interact with her we don't work together anymore um it's just I feel a lot better I don't feel like you know that that stupid stupid teenage girl you know or that that woman who isn't good enough you know I remember bringing somebody home to her and her first thought was why does he like you why no he, she said to me why is he with you Mm. And I was like, and I just stood there in shock. And I remember my sister saying, um, well, obviously, mom, he loves her. And she's like, why? Look at you. Like, she flat out said, look at you. And I remember thinking, like, what? What's wrong with me? Like, like I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I lost the weight. I felt, you know, I was in shape. I was working out. So I was like, what's wrong with me? She's like, you don't fix yourself. You have baggage. She was referring to my kids. Oh. Not my baggage. Her, 
grandchildren at the time these were her only grandkids and they were i can't remember how old they were but they were still young they weren't in high school yet mm-hmm. um and my sister was like mom ew she's like why don't you think that you know maybe he he likes mary because she has a good heart she's a good person and my mother just sat there and was like oh he's probably just using you for papers because he wasn't in the country so yeah, to have that, you know, and here I am thinking, you know, I already had issues from younger, you know, my younger years thinking like, you know, I wasn't skinny enough, pretty enough. And then she says that to me in my adult years, mm-hmm. you know, it's really like, so sometimes when I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe she's right, you know, but then again, I'm like, well, shit, bitch, I look just like you. So I must think you ugly. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. But anyway, I mean, it's, again, back to the, the listener who had the question. Start small. What I did when I was at my lowest point is I wrote 10 things I was grateful for. And I did this every day. And over time, when you start listing what you're grateful for, and it could be the, the littlest thing, like, my lights turned on today. Mm. I opened up the fridge and you know, I had milk for my coffee, something so minor, so, you know, so like it may not seem important to you, but if you were missing it, it would be really important. Mm -hmm. You know, start with that. And maybe, you know, if not every day, at least two to three times a week, do something for you. Don't worry about your kids. Don't worry about the house. Don't worry about anything. You want to take a walk, take a walk. You want to go to the gym, go to the gym. Do something that'll make you happy. You want to go shop. You want to get something for yourself. Don't worry about the bills. Don't worry about anything. Go get it. Mm-hmm. Because we only have one life. We're not going to, you know, when we die, those bills are still going to be there. Those, you know, everything is still going to be here when we're not here. So why not be happy while we're still here? That's right. So, that's right. I think that's perfect advice. Every time I get up in the morning, I said, oh, thank God for waking me up. Because at one point in time, that's all I could be grateful for. And I'm still grateful for that. So that's, that's awesome. And when you, when you start writing down what you're grateful for, you get more things to be grateful about. And you will start to feel joy. Because there is a difference between happiness and joy. You know, a lot of times people are only happy when their life is going well. They're like, oh, I'm happy because I got this or I'm happy because of that. You know, being full of joy is just this positive feeling that you feel rather something is going your way or not. So having that gratitude journal If you can list 10 things, that's great. If you can list one thing, that's great. Whatever it is, just list it down and really sit in it and and think and and thank God, thank the universe, thank whomever and know that you're special and you got to get to know yourself because once you lost yourself, you don't even know yourself anymore. You know, things that you may used to like, you like, "Mm, I don't I don't know. So get to know yourself, experience new things, go out like Mary said, and and do something, do something fun, go, hey, maybe you don't know you like museums. I don't know. I know not everybody's a nerd like me. I love museums, but go out and try it. 
Maybe you don't think you like amusement parks. Like, try it. Like, just go out. And if you don't like it, at least you know you didn't like it. And you tried yeah. it. Try new things that are focused towards you. And the best thing about that, at least for me, is because, you know, I have a girl. So, I mean, I have two older boys, but I have a girl. And so when I wanted to try stuff, she was like my guinea pig. Oh, you know, <laughs> go anywhere. She didn't care. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's go do this. You know, let's go bowling. Let's go skating. Let's go. You know, she was like, oh, okay. You know, and then I would and I'd be like, oh no, I don't like this. And she'd be like, I have fun. I'd be like, I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I did. I had to try new things. And I also, you know, because at one point I was very heavy, which did not help my self-esteem at all. So the hardest part for me during that time is when, you know, you weigh over 220 pounds and you're five foot four and you're like looking in the mirror saying, ooh. So I don't know if you're fit, if you're not fit, if you, if you have body issues, if that's the case, you find one attribute about yourself that you absolutely love, find one thing. And that's what you focus on until you start building the body that you like. For me, I focused on my eyes. Mary's always talking about, you know, her weight issues. I look at her and all I see is a beautiful, beautiful woman. I've known her since 1989. I've loved her since 1989. She looks in a mirror and she see one thing. I look at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. She just, she always reminded me of um, these perfect, even though she's not that white, porcelain doll that I always thought was so beautiful. And that's what she always reminded me of. So I don't know what your mother talking about because you're gorgeous. And I tell her that quite often because she is. Find something about yourself that you can love and start from there until you can learn to love your entire being. And again, be positive. You have to be positive. You cannot get caught in a negative mindset. Because if you do, it's just going to bring you more negativity. Find things in every day to be positive. You know, somebody flip you off on her. You know, we live in New Jersey. I get the New Jersey wave like once or twice a week. And I'm just like, oh, God bless you. Go with God. You know, and <laughs> so I gotta not me. Not you. I'm <laughs> like, God bless you. <laughs> I just, I can't. Now the old me would have tried to run you down, try to drag you out the car, you know, and try to fight you. And now I'm just like, oh, please be with you. Because number one, people crazy now, you know, they'll follow you. They'll yeah, follow that's you. true. You don't know what they got nowadays. So I'm like, you know, I'm getting a little old. I got to calm my little behind down. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so you have to just, just be positive. And sometimes um, what also worked for me is doing things for people that are less fortunate. That always lifted my spirits. So I would go to Trenton and go to the soup kitchens. And, you know, when I was in Jersey City, I used to go and help feed the homeless. Um, and that made me feel good. And it also put a lot of things in perspective because that's where I, I was at one point and now I'm not, and now I can give back. And for this 
particular person who wrote in the question, hopefully you never experienced that. Um, hopefully a lot of people will never experience that. But it, there is such a, a sense of joy that you get when you just volunteer your time for people that are less fortunate. Because people think these people are dumb. They're not dumb. They're very smart. They're not all, everybody who's homeless is not homeless because they, they on drugs and all that other stuff. Um, it's not the case. They were one paycheck away from being homeless. And that's how they got there. And they never, scary. It, is, it is very scary. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. Be, be generous with your time. Be generous with your time. What else you got, Mary? Well, I mean, the other thing, I, I feel like I'm like beating this down, but, you know, this also ties to, you know, your well-being. When you're feeling low about yourself, this stresses you out. And overall, stress is, you know, stress is a killer. So, you know, for those that are listening and thinking, well, how is this related to health and wellness? Well, it's your well-being. It's your mental health. So if you're not happy, you know, and you're always down, you're stressed and that'll eventually, it'll kill you. Um, you know, I know some people, someone very close to me that when he gets so stressed out, he starts having chest pains. Mm. And that's scary for me, you know, that something is affecting you that much that your body is rejecting the idea. So I go through through some of that as well you know I suffer from eczema and when and I know that I am highly stressed when I start to see these patches coming out and I had to I had to get a handle of it you know I had to take control and say you know what I got to do stuff that's going to make me happy it might not make the kids happy when I'm leaving the house or it might not make client yeah I know the teenagers are happy but you know what I mean so I'm not there to serve them their, their lunch and dinner um <laughs> But, you know, it might not make some clients happy because that was another thing, too. I worked so much. I used to give up my gym time, my meet time whenever a client would call me and say, oh, you know, I need you to take care of my dog or I need you to, you know, uh, come to my house and feed my cat because I'm leaving. And they wouldn't even have the courtesy to give me proper notice. And I remember I would cancel all my plans and go to make them happy. And it made me miserable. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Hmm. I'm not going to answer text messages at 1 a.m. I'm not doing it. I may be up, but I'm not answering you because that's, that's my time. This is my time. So I started doing little things for myself that some people would look and go, wow, she's real selfish. Well, yeah, because if I don't take care of me and make me happy, who's going to do it? That's you right. Rely on someone to make you happy. For those people that are looking, well, I'll be happy when this, I'll be happy when that. It doesn't work. Mm -mm. That's it not long-standing happiness because uh -huh. once that, once that, once you purchase that, yeah, you're happy for a little bit, and mm -hmm. then you're just chasing. You're looking for something else yeah. to be happy about, and it's not selfish. And I know a lot of people, especially mothers, that's what we think. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's it's selfish. But you can't give what you don't have. And that is why it's so important for you to take care of yourself. Because if you're not in that right, that right mindset, and if, like Mary said, if you're stressed out all the time, then you can't be the best you. And then you can't parent or you can't be in, in a romantic relationship or, you know, 
once you stressed out, you start gaining weight even when you're not eating because your cortisol levels are just high and it's elevated. And you're like, what in the world? I, I, I can't lose the weight. No, because you're stressing. And another thing that goes towards the health and wellness aspect when you're not feeling yourself or you want to get your mojo back is you have to pay attention to the foods that you eat. Because if you're living a fast paced life and you're eating out all the time and you're consuming sugar and processed foods, that addictive food will wreak havoc on your mind. And it is a leading cause of why some people get depression because they're not nourishing their bodies with fruit and vegetables and whole foods. They're just eating junk all the time. And when you eat junk all the time, your mind and your body starts to, to suffer. So when you're feeling low, eat some citrus fruits, have some pineapples, have some oranges, walk out in the sun. If you like the heat, I don't, but get some vitamin D in there to kind of brighten up your spirits. Get and some other vitamin D too. Sorry. Yes, you can get some other vitamin D and you can message, you know, us and we'll let you know. Um, <laughs> That's for another. Well, actually, there's two. I know which one you're talking about. I'm talking about something totally different. Uh, so yeah. I'm talking about the vitamin with that capital D. <laughs> I was talking about something else with a capital D. Um, my, I'm sorry. My mind is just. <laughs> my mind always goes down there. So I was like, she said D. <laughs> that means things that make me happy. <laughs> Makes me happy too. <laughs> Maybe not for your uncle sometimes. He's like, man, go go to bed, will you? I'm like, oh, but why, babe? <laughs> That's my happy place. <laughs> He's like, it ain't mine. <laughs> He's just playing. It's his happy place too. <laughs> If he listens to this, he's like, I'm going to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. I'm like, you better listen to that podcast. Let's see what your fiance talking about. Nah, it's better he don't. <laughs> better reel her in. <laughs> you know she can't help herself. Listen, I've been behaving, and I'm telling you, the more we do these recordings, it's going to get worse. Because once I, I get super comfortable, um, you know, it's, it's going to get bad. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes. So, you know, the vitamin D, get out there, get some sun. Yes. You know, I, I'm working on that too. As you know, obviously you could see I do have some weight. And yes, I, I'm a, a junk food junkie, which I am, you know, I am, I'm working on. And uh, of course, not as fast as I'd like to be, but I am. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I am working on that. You know, but absolutely, what you eat, how you eat, mm -hmm. definitely, definitely affects your mood. Yes. Definitely. And how you see yourself and visualize who you want to be. You know, when I was very overweight, that's what I did. You know, I just visualized, you know, somebody's perfect body and just put my picture on it even though my face was fat as i don't know what but picture really didn't look good but to me i was like oh yeah that's me you know why well, getting heart palpitations and stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta show some of your pictures so they can see 
Oh, yeah. So like your before and after. Uh, you know, so people know, you know your stuff. Oh, yeah. I so. think I only have one, and that's the one, because who wants to take pictures when you're fat? Um, but it's the one when I went to a girls on a run when my daughter was young, and nothing like running when you fat and out of shape. And all I kept saying was, I'm not going to be the last one. I'm not going to be like, I was not the last one. I was the second to last one. I was the last one. And I took a picture with my daughter. And I think at the time she was probably in the fifth grade. And, you know, she's just hugging on me like I'm the best mommy in the world. And I was like, somebody's going to have to take me to the hospital because... <laughs> I can't I, I can't breathe I, like that was the beginning of my wake-up call to say uh-uh so that's when I went home and printed out the picture and oh. put my face on a small body and I was like that's me that's me that's me that's me and now you walk like 100 miles a day yeah yeah I'm always walking but I'm still don't have the physique of that picture but now I'm lazy so I don't care <laughs> I'm like, look, I love this. Like this. <laughs> what you say? Because of course it was like, ling, 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 ling. <laughs> I, no, I said you sexy. What are you talking about? I said you got fans everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. fans. Yeah. I fans. <laughs> uh, chocolate girls are in season. That's why I got fans. I, I don't know, but thank you. But yeah, Sorry, I gotta go. I'm gonna go tanning. You gotta go. T- <laughs> I just stop because if Chris, if, if he does listen to this, he's gonna be like, "Oh, so now, now you want to be chocolate? Now you got chocolate. You got chocolate <laughs> in you a lot of times." So <laughs> <laughs> that's right, and it's yummy. That's right. Love so. me my chocolate. You good. You good. <laughs> oh my goodness! Good. So that makes us too X-rated. I know. I know. Well, I hope we're at least. Um, giving her some happiness in the short term because you know we crazy and i'm going to be praying for this person and if you need any help you just reach out to us and we will do our best to help you if you need you know inspiration every day um we'll do that i can add you to a mailing list where you know, I send my clients something every day, something positive, and that's how they start their day. Because when you wake up and you thank God, and most people go to their phones and you see something positive, it kind of sets the mood for the whole yep. day. So we can definitely do that. So how are we going to close this out, Mary? Because now you got me just hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, where my husband at? <laughs> where he at? <laughs> He ain't here right now, so I'm (laughs) home. I'm not heat wise. You don't see me glistening. (laughs) I'm all glistening. I'm like, oh, I got a glow. That's sweat. Okay. (laughs) Well, so in closing, we should just, you know, make an announcement to anyone who wants to be a guest on our podcast. Um, Reach out to us via Facebook. Instagram, email, um, or if you're a business owner and you'd like to sponsor um, an episode, 
We'll blast out your business information, you know, put it on Tanika's page, the uh, Blasian Wellness podcast page, you know, Instagram, Facebook. You're doing Twitter, right? I think you're doing Twitter. I do Twitter. Not as much as I should, but, you know. You know, we, and then we have YouTube. Um, so we get you out there um, if you'd like to do that and, you know, get some, some sales going if you'd like to boost your sales for your business. Um, we're open to ideas. So just, you know, give us a shout, anyone out there. That's right. That's right. So thank you, everyone. And next week, our topic is going to be, ooh, something with three letters starts with an S. And sex really? Yes, because you're going to just, don't, don't give me that look. You didn't tell me this. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're going to talk about sex. Really? Oh, sexual health. Yes. But she didn't tell me this. She's telling me this now. That's right. So she has to do it now that I have announced it. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. So yes. she, she was really strategic with that one thing. Yeah, I try to be. I try to be. So you all are going to want to tune in for that one. The sex coach, Mary, is going to give you some good tips for the ladies. And I think it's for guys, too. I know, but that'd be another podcast. Okay, you fine. Make, you, know, you know, you got to do one for the ladies, then right. do one for the men, then maybe okay. a couples. And if you have any requests, anybody, you want me to like, you know, show some stuff, yeah. you know, demonstrate a couple of things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she got my uncle to marry. I guess. Oh no, I know. <laughs> oh my God, he is so gonna kill us! I swear. <laughs> He is gonna kill us. Oh my goodness. Luckily he has a short attention span, so he wouldn't get this far anyway. Unless he's smart and speeds through it and goes, That's let me just true. see how they closed it up. You That's know him. True. That's true. So I'm not gonna put any markers on this to say, you know, at two minutes you talked about that. I'm not gonna do that. Cause then we both be in trouble. <laughs> And I can't have, you know, oh, goodness. my uncle being upset with me. But that's what we're going to talk about next week. By All we right. be married. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. So yeah. thank you, everyone, for joining us. And thank you for um, the letter. And again, I'm going to pray for you. I hope you find your way. I hope our tips in between the craziness of us helps you and if you need anything reach out to reach out to us we'll help you in any way we can everybody enjoy the rest of your week happy hump day bye, bye.